Socially awkward. Socially, socially, socially awkward. Let's go. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, your guy, Lorel Komolzak, and you're listening to the Socially Awkward Podcast, the keys to building relationships and connections in a virtual world. Everybody, how are you today? What's happening? How are you feeling? Yo, where's your energy at? Is your energy up today? Did you get your coffee today? <laughs> are, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you pray today? Yo, what's happening? What's, how are you feeling today? How are you feeling? You know what time it is. It's time for your daily affirmations today. Tell yourself, I will not worry about things I cannot control. Oh, that's a word right there. I will not worry about things I cannot control. If I can't control it, I'm not worrying about it. If I can't put my hands on it, I'm not even going to stress about it. Like that's something that I had to learn over time because I'm a, I can, I can worry a little bit. For me, I can definitely worry a little bit. Like if something ain't going right, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm thinking about the steps. I'm thinking about uh, the process. I'm thinking about, okay, what can I do to make it better? Well, what, if I, if I can't control it, I've learned this. If it's out of my hands, it is what it is. So here's a great example. My wife and I are going out of town this week. And so I flew my mother in um, as well as my aunt to come and help babysit my two boys and um, my mother comes and I, I go to pick her up and she's at the airport waiting for me to pick her up. And so uh, I get to the airport. I'm looking at her and she's like, she's frustrated. She's upset. Apparently, she's been waiting a long time to receive help uh, for their baggage and things of that nature. And um, so she was just just upset about it. And, and she was just talking to the guy um, who you know, brought her in and helped her, walked her over to uh, the gate and all that. And um, my mom was just chewing him out, just letting him have it. You know, he, you got to call the manager, do better. Da, da, da. And I was telling my mom, walked up, I said, look, mom, you're here now. You can't, there's no reason to, <laughs> no reason, not saying she's complaining, no reason to argue with these people. They, you're already here. You're, you're with me. The objective, the goal was to get off the plane and come see me. And I was going to pick you up and take you home. That was the plan. That was the goal. We've met, we are now meeting our goal right now. So there's no point in continuing a relationship or continuing arguing with this person who really cannot help you. We're stressing over things that we cannot control. He cannot help you right now. So what we can do though is get in the car. What we can do is enjoy our time while we're here and not stress about that. That's for me, that's a good example. It's like, you know, I'm learning like if I can't control it, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just not going to worry about it. Just, you know, like, it, like I say, if you broke, you don't got no money right now. Like, I, look, I can't pay that bill right now. I'm just not going to worry about it. I can't pay that right now. I'm going to work up. I'm going to work my butt off. I'm going to try to get needed. But if, if the checks come in two weeks and the bill is due next week, what can I do? Well, try to find some, some fast money. We'll do it legally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I've learned, like, if I can't pay the bill right now, I just can't pay the bill right now. Early on in my life, I'm like, I've learned, like, i I got to pay when I have the money to pay. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have it, terrible example. If you do have it and you don't want to pay it, that doesn't make no sense. But I'm, you, get, you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. If you, you Don't worry about things you cannot control. But today, listen, I want to talk about something. I quit my job. I said, hasta luego. Hasta mañana. Deuces. Peace. I'm out. 
I said all that. I quit. I quit. I quit my job, y'all. It was one of the hardest decisions of my life, but I did, I had to do it. For me, it was like I had to do it. It was it was something that was within me that I'm like, you know what? This is something I got to do for me. I quit my J-O-B. And it had nothing to do with them. It, it wasn't like I was frustrated at them or mad at them. They did something wrong to me. And I'm like, I'm done. It had nothing to do, nothing to do with the company at all. For me, it was just like, it was time. It was time. And I feel like for me, I probably wasn't even a nine to five guy to begin with. I, every time I've worked in, I've worked in corporate for five years, I worked in higher education for six. And I'm just like, you know what? Uh, this, these, these jobs are giving me the same feeling. I'm, I, I get, you know, I'll get a new job and I get really excited about it. And then, you know, my excitement diminishes because I master that job and I'm done. I'm bored. I'm over it. Right. And so I look for higher pay. I'm like, okay, well, how can I move up? So let me find another job as a true millennial. Um, each year I'm like, I'm looking for more money because if I stay here, you're just going to give me a 1% increase in salary and that's not going to work for me. I need, I need some more money. I need thousands more. So I keep, I keep, I kept searching for thousands of more. Like each year I'm like, okay, I got to make more money here. Okay. Well, if this, if where I am right now, is it going to do it? Well, let me climb up the ladder somewhere else. Let me become an associate director here. Let me do. And so I just, in my mind, I was constantly searching for the next level of pay. And I find myself always just looking for that. And was never satisfied with the job. I just was like, okay, well, I got this extra amount of cash now. You know, and and so I found myself running out of that passion. I found myself running out of space in my life, in my brain, in my mind to continue the cycle of going to work, nine o'clock, leaving at five, coming home, drained, not caring at all about what I was doing. Not like what I was doing wasn't, you know, helping people, but it's just I, I was kind of over it. You know, I start off you know, as a loan officer, um, helping people, you know, manage money, you know, get loans and mortgage refinances until I felt that it was just I was bored. I, I would I would do that. And I found myself in an ethical challenge where it was to a point where um, you had 60, 70 year old people coming to me and I would work on their money, you know, take their money and talk to them, not take their money literally, but kind of help with their finances, trying to probe and ask as a sales guy, trying to probe and ask what are the things that they need. And I found myself like, because I wanted to meet my numbers and meet the branches numbers. Let me get you into a mortgage refi. They don't need no mortgage refi at 60 years old. And that's just like, I'm like, well, they're, they say, okay, cool. But I'm now facing a dilemma in my mind internally, like ethically, like, yo, this is, this don't seem right. They don't need this. But if you're going to agree to it, it still don't feel right to me. So I'm just like, I got to cut this loose. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. And so I got into higher education and where I was once I was a recruiter, you know, I was recruiting students to go to school. At first it was for nonprofit, then it was for for profit. And um, I was a, a student recruiter and then I was an associate director of student recruitment. And then I became I went into career services. Uh, where I was working, um, working with employers, helping them to get students to get jobs and internships. And that was fun for a while. And I was just like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm tired. I'm just done. I, this is cool for a minute, but for me, this is not for me, right? This isn't for me. And how, how can I, Laurel Komozek, who was raised to work at 9 to 5, I saw my dad every day wake up in the morning to go to work and leave and come back home around five, six at night. And, and this is what I saw every day. I'm just like, yo, like, why would I do that? 
Why would I quit? And it was the hardest decision that I've ever, I've, I remember consulting with some of my guys, man, just asking them, say, hey, bro, like I'm having this strong desire to do this, bro. Like, but I don't know how, like I've been having this desire for years, but I'm, I just don't know how I'm, you know, what am, what, what money am I going to make outside of this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and all of a sudden God just began to provide, like within the last year or two, the last two years, God just began to really provide. I moved to Dallas and things just kind of shot up out of nowhere. And God began to bless our family. And my wife began to do really well with her job. And I became to do really well with the things that I was doing on the side. I'm just like, wait a minute. Now, something ain't right. Like what I'm making, you know, as an entrepreneur outside of this, it's just, it's just, not, it's not adding up. This job that I have is becoming more demanding of my time, which is taking me away from my family. It's taking me away from my family. Why am I still here? So last year, it's like, I need to start another business. I need to start a business. I, I need to do something for me. I need to do something for my family. I need to create wealth for my family. And I can't do that working this nine to five. And so I filed, I, I went and, and filed for a business, for an LLC, for a and Kai online clothing store for children. I'm just like, yo, this is what we're going to do. God gave me this idea and we went after it. We, we, we went for it and we made it happen. I'm like, you know what? If this is going to take place, God, like you, you've already told me to quit. I feel like this was confirmation that I need to do it. And for me, it was a decision where I had to ask God continually, like, God, I don't want to do this, but I need to do this. But I'm scared to do it at the same time. Like I, I'm scared to come off my job and you know with benefits and all that. All that. I'm scared, Lord. And I was really. Some of you right now are battling with the same decision. Like, should I really come off my job? Because for for a man, for me, it, it provides stability, right? It provides like okay, there, there's a there's I'm stable here in this area. I'm like you know this. We got everything is set. As an entrepreneur, you know, you work on you work on contracts and a lot of times contracts get delayed. You're net 30, maybe you're net 60, you know, and you're trying to, okay, well, now you got to really prioritize when you're going to get your money. Da, da, da. And so I'm just like, you know, Lord, this is for me. Like, I know working a nine to five isn't for me. I know that. But I'm scared because I've never tapped into this other lane. I've never tapped into entrepreneurship. Have you ever been in something or have you ever have you ever been wanting to remove yourself from something but you felt like you couldn't because you didn't know what was on the other side? You didn't know if if what that other you couldn't see it. So it, you are fearful of what you couldn't see. You are fearful of the potential that you could be great or you could potentially fail. You are fearful like, oh, this could really work or it could really not. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, so I'm comfortable here. So I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. I'm comfortable being in complicated situations because I, I know that. I, I'm familiar with that. But I don't want to leave that because I'm familiar to go to something that I'm unfamiliar with. Now I have to learn something all over again. I have to learn a new routine. I have to learn new processes. That's a lot of work, but I'm scared about that because what if I fail in those processes? What if I fail in those routines? What if I mismanage my money? What, if, what, what do I do? I'm scared. And that, and that was me. I was that guy. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm really scared. Like, yo, and I don't like saying stuff like that. I don't like saying I'm scared. I'm, no, I'm that dude like, nah, bruh, we in here. 
Let's take the risk. But this was the this thing. Like, yo, I'm really scared. But I got to take the leap. So I finally mustered up enough shit. I wrote a two weeks. I wrote my two weeks letter like months ago. <laughs> months ago. And, you know, I was like, I finally said, you know, babe, this is time. It's time. And I feel like things were getting stagnant in my life. I'm like, I think there's a reason why things are getting stagnant in my life because I'm not taking the risk. And a lot of times when we hold on to something that God wants us to let go, we can never reach our fullest potential. We can never reach what God, the limits that God has for us because we're holding on to something that God is saying, let go. If you let go, I'll catch you. If you let go, I'll fulfill the promise that God has. If you just let go of that thing, let me Make provision for you. You don't have to hold on to something like that. Let me make provision for you. And so I finally let go. And I promise you, within two days, God blessed me with a house. <laughs> within two days, God blessed me with contracts. Like I had like two or three contracts that next weekend. Like making more money. <laughs> making more money than the one contract than one paycheck that I'm getting with them every month. You get what I'm saying? Like, yo, like God began to provide over and over and over again. Like he just began to just overwhelm me. As soon as I put in my two weeks notice, God just began to just flood me with opportunities. I said, God, how can this be? He said, because you let go and let me. (laughs) You let go and let God. And that is the most important thing we could ever learn in our life is to let go. And to let God do his thing. Like take our hands off the wheel and say, okay, God, it's your car. You got it now. I'm going to be in the backseat. I'm going to let you drive. I'm chilling. I trust you. And so I had to get to a space where I had to stop trusting me and had to trust God. Had to put the pride aside and say, okay, God, I'm going to let you do this thing. And then businesses are beginning to launch and then other ideas and create. I have so many different creative ideas that I'm putting into place that I cannot wait to share with the world that it's coming into fruition as I speak it. Only because I let go of that thing that was holding me down. It was actually bondage for me. To be honest, it was bondage. It was one of those things where I'm like, you know what? This is really holding me back from reaching my fullest potential. Like I can't. I can't get nowhere because I'm just, I'm always doing something for the man. I'm always doing something for my job. I'm always doing something for them. When are you going to do something for you, sir? When are you going, if not now, when? And that's, these are the questions that I had to ask myself and, and I had to really consult with my guys. I'm like, and they were just talking to me like, yo, bro, like, what do you feel when you get, a text message from them or when you get an email like what, what what do you feel what is your facial expressions i'm like man disgust uh anger uh i'm mad like why they why they messaging me uh what what they what they need from me now nah. i'm just like in a bad mood all the time like bro they don't they leave me alone i got they put me in group chats i'm like why y'all got me in these group chats like i'm just mad at everything like just mad like i did a performance review and i told them I said, look, I'm, I'm going to tell you what you need to be telling me. I'm not putting in enough initiative in this thing. I can be honest with you. I, I'm not putting my all right now. <laughs> I could be real. You know, I, I just I, I could take more of an initiative. And I knew where I was and I felt like I didn't want to continue to put them to give them less of me. 
because I wasn't happy with where I was in that situation. Like, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, you hired me to do a job, right? You expect 100%, but I'm giving you 50. That's not fair. It's not fair. So I had to let it go and I had to pursue my passions and pursue my dreams and do it for me. Don't worry about it. We got the money. We good. I got God blessed. I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm just sitting here. You know what I mean? Doing what God called me to do. Like, I'm not just going to leave my family destitute. I'm not going to leave my family broke. No, that absolutely not. God already prepared. I told God, I said, if I'm going to come off, I better be making two and 10 times more. You get what I'm saying? To, to overcompensate for what I'm removing myself from. And God can do it. He did it for me. So now I can focus on what God called me to do. Why my kids are young? Like, I don't want to do this and they old enough. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to start from the ground up while they're young. So when they get older, I've already created a foundation. I've already started something that they can grow and, and, and mature in. And so that's 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 my that's my spiel. <laughs> I did it. You know what I mean? Like pop bombs in the air. Yo, your boy is gone. I'm quit. You know, I quit. And um, it's crazy because my team lead uh, manager was like, you know what? I, I figured as such. He kept saying it. I figured as such. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I kind of buttered you up to let you know that I wouldn't be here that long. And I, I did, that wasn't my intention. But um it just needed to be done. And some of you may be in the same predicament. You know, I, my advice is to examine where your heart is. What's, what are you passionate about? Make sure you have a, a set goal. Make sure you know what you're doing. Like for me, you know, before I quit, I had already started the business. I had already had it in plan. I already had the, the business plan, marketing plan. I had everything already set. I was already looking, you know, with the clothes and all that. But my, my wife, she's a creative. We, we've already talked about it. We've already, we were already set. We had bought clothes a long time ago. Ready. I said it was just time now. So I, for me, don't just quit to get into nothing. No, if you're going to quit, make sure, you, make sure you're quitting into purpose. Don't just quit into nothing. No, I quit this thing to run into purpose. I quit this thing to run and to, and to walk into walk proudly in my promise and what God called me to do. And I'm just quitting just to do nothing. No, no, no. You don't quit to do nothing. Listen, you quit to run into your purpose. You quit into something, not into nothing. So examine where your heart is. Examine your passions. Examine what you want out of life. If you want to be not, some people are nine to five type people. Some people are just interested in get, making the same type of money. You know what I mean? And that's that's what they're interested in. I, for me, I'm interested in more. And I feel that God created me to have more and to create more opportunities to get more so that I can give more. You get what I'm saying? And so that, that that's my testimony. That's, my, that's what I wanted to talk about today on my podcast. That I quit. I did it. <laughs> I quit my job. And so... For anybody who is in that same predicament, keep your head up, man, and just, you know, soak it all in and just do what you feel is best for you, you and your family. Talk, talk and discuss with God, with your wife. You don't just go rogue and just I'm done and you didn't tell nobody. No, you make sure you this is the right decision that God called for you. You know what I mean? So um, 
yeah, I'm done. And so I now get to focus all of my energy and time on podcasting and creating content and uh, creating other other venues and other ways to give to you all so that you all can grow so that you all can have your families grow as well. So I'm really excited about this new phase in my life. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all. But I really hope this message really helped you at the end of the day. I know it's about my testimony and what I'm dealing with right now currently. But I really hope that this helps you and blesses you uh, to follow your dreams and to follow your passion and to know that when you take a leap of faith into something, God's going to catch you. And when you and a lot of times, again, you have to quit and to go into something and you have to let go of that thing that you're holding on to and let and allow God let God. That's a song, right? And that a song as soon as I stop worrying, worrying how the story ends. And I'll let go and I'll let God, let God have his way. Yeah, that's a song. Yeah, let go, let God. <laughs> that's all I got for today. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, leave a rate, leaving, leave a rating, leave a review. Tell me if you like this episode. Tell me if you want to hear some more transparent things. I feel like I'm always transparent, but if you want to hear some more stories, you want to hear some more topics, let me know. Drop them in my, you know, Instagram DM me or something like that. Converse with me. Some people feel like they can't talk to me. You can talk to me. Hit me up. All right. Till next time, y'all. Make sure y'all click play on the next episode. Let's go. Peace.